In the early days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket because we're going on a first class ride across the web. Yo, yo, welcome to your favorite show, WGO. You know what's going on. This episode, we're coming from the depths of the internet to Whoa. bring to you a episode about a fairly recent topic in the news, depending on how early we can get this out. Maybe by the time it's actually edited, it'll be long forgotten, but it's about submarines. There was the recent case of a group trying to reach the Titanic and... I had mentioned wanting to do submarines in an earlier episode, but that was probably, I don't even know, like six, ten months ago. So, But now <laughs> we're finally ago. getting around to it. <laughs> yeah. Submarines. I like that death joke that you slapped in there. That was pretty good. Oh. The pressure for this being a solid episode is way too high. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh-oh, we're going to implode. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Super fucking cheesy. But I don't even remember what episode we were talking about that brought this up. But yeah, the idea of a submarine fucking blows my balls. I don't think we'll be able to, in this episode, probably get to the like heavy scientific reasoning behind how submarines officially work. But it would be interesting to know about the first tests, I guess. Like the first submarines that they were like, yeah, just go in there. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> and... Just to learn that, more about that. That is actually why I got really excited about it. I watch a video from a YouTube person who makes like documentaries and stuff like that. Uh, I think it's like Johnny Harris or something. Mm -hmm. uh, I have forgotten almost everything about it because, like I said, it was a long time ago. But I do remember one of the first tests being, uh, or I guess first uses of it in like combat was basically a wooden ship thing that like floated just under the water and they mm. were pedaling it and using it what? to destroy a ship. And so they had a long stick with like dynamite on the end and they just rammed it into a boat. <laughs> and that was their submarine attack. No fucking way. Yeah. Just like I I don't remember <laughs> specifically, but I'm pretty sure they all died. Yeah. I mean, it's made out of wood and you're exploding dynamite right next to it. Definitely. Yeah. When you're saying pedaling, I'm just picturing, you know, those little duck boat things that, like, you know, like, <laughs> it's just a group of four people who are just fucking pedaling. One's got their arm outside, like, through a window, just holding a <laughs> just stick holding of it. dynamite in the water. <laughs> I may be mixing up a couple of the early things, but there's definitely some of that in there. And the just the dynamite on a stick thing is what got me. I'm just like, oh, yeah. what, what a weapon. That's pretty good. That's really good, actually. Did we do an episode on Loch Ness and that, and we were talking about monsters in the ocean or something like that? It could have been the Bermuda Triangle, I thought. Ah. Like, that's the one that makes the most sense to me of mm. the recent ones. Yes, yes, yes. I think so. I think that, that, that could definitely have been it. But, yeah, I <laughs> I was going to say, what, what was our guesses on what the first types of submarines could be? I guess I never even considered a little wooden one that just weighs enough to be like underneath the surface yeah that just kind of like floats there are, are 
are we talking like it rides the surface like the very top is just on the surface or is it like a foot or two underneath i think it was just under the surface but uh, yeah again i don't quite remember yeah i'm sure there were a number of different iterations and i definitely would not want to be one of the early people testing that no it's like wait how do we get back up again (laughs) you just gotta swim (laughs) have you ever been on a submarine or anything like that i don't think you have but i don't think so i feel like maybe an amuse i was thinking like i'm not in water i was thinking like maybe in a museum or something Mm. that you could go inside and look around yeah but i don't even know if i've seen that it might have been like you can see the outside of a submarine or something but Mm. have you been in a submarine no no i haven't i was i was hoping you'd be like fuck yeah i've been in a submarine (laughs) no No, it sounds horrible. Just, like, always rocking in such a small space that, like, when you're tall, you have to duck through every, yeah. like, like 10, 20 feet just because they have all those sections to make sure it doesn't flood. Mm. I, I didn't even think about a large submarine. Honestly, all the time that I think about submarines, I think about little ones for some reason. Mm. What do you think the longest submarine is? I have no idea. Just the Titanic of subs. I don't know. I don't maybe I feel like 50 yards could be reasonable like half a football field. You think they get up yeah. to a football field? I don't know. That's so fucking That long. seems really big. I'm doing it. I'm saying no no no, 3 quarters, nope. 75. 75. Okay. Final answer. How many people do you think can stay in there? Hmm. It's it's pressurized, right? It's it's pressurized and so it's and it's how the fuck does it work? I don't understand. How do you? I don't even understand how you pressurize something, truthfully. Like with an airplane and shit as well, because it's kind of the same concept, right? An airplane is just yeah. a submarine with wings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking seal the door and then drop the pressure a little bit somehow, and then plop inside the water, and it. I think this is going to be a hard one to answer, honestly. Yeah. Would you ever go on a submarine? I had a friend in Jacksonville who was part of the Navy and would go on submarines for like six months at a time. To me, that just sounds horrendous. Six months. They would stop at like different like ports and stuff like that. Okay, so you got to get out. Like they were out at sea and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six months. Jesus Christ. That sounds fucking insane. I think I would, I would, I would do, yeah, why not? I would do a fucking submarine ride, but I don't know if I'd want to be in it for a super long extended period of time. Mm -hmm. Like, if you had the means, would you pay to go see the Titanic? No, I don't care. No. No. I don't know. Hearing about, everyone was talking about it, so you like, I don't know if you had a full conversation about it with people. I tried to steer clear of it. I didn't want to talk about it too much because everyone was freaking out about it for like weeks I don't know, knowing that, like, you're in a submarine that's designed to go, like, to depths that only a handful of other, like, subs can even make it to. Like, if anything goes wrong, the possibility of you being rescued is virtually non-existent just doesn't appeal to me. I think I'm too logistical to be like, oh, if anything ever fucks up, we're fucked. And is a fucking broken boat at the bottom of the sea that fucking cool to me? No. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I agree. On that one. 
but what what is what's your thoughts? I know you just said you agree, but how do how do you feel? No, about I mean I, I'm the same way. It it would be interesting. I I just don't think I could ever get to the point where I trusted enough to be like, yes, this is worth it to me just to go down there. And were there even any like windows or anything in the sub? I don't remember ever seeing a picture of what it was. Like, could they even see anything, or was it no just idea. through a video camera? It could have been through a video camera, or it could have been like because if that's the case, that's even less appealing to me, you know? Yeah, I did hear but. that they used an Xbox controller to like navigate or something like that. Yeah, I did sure. hear that too. That that made me giggle, but yeah, it's because they didn't go PS5. That's why. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Sony all the way, or a Wii remote. Should have done a Wii remote. <laughs> The Bluetooth is fucking really wonky down here. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm okay on all of that, truthfully. But, all right, so what's your longest? A sub that doesn't go that deep has yeah, How means, long would I want to be at sea? How long would you want to be in there? Like, how long are you comfortable? I don't know. I I feel like I'd be very worried about getting seasick, like, almost instantly. Just because that's, I don't know. I get seasick and... I, I knew my buddy in Jacksonville used to have, like, ginger pills and, like, other things like that to help him prevent getting seasick. So I feel like there there's a risk of getting seasick that I would I don't not want to take. Do you think it's be as bad? Because I feel like I thought getting seasick is, like, I think it would be worse on, like, the top of the sea. On a because boat, then you're, yeah. Because then you're actually, like, majorly shifting around. When you're, like, in it, sure, there's, like, gentle rocking, but I feel like it's pretty consistent, no? Yeah, I don't know. I I know he used to always want to run and stuff like that because that's how I knew him. And he'd be on a treadmill, and he said it was really hard to, like, stabilize and actually run because it was rocking enough. Mm. But I don't know if it was, like, so much that it would, like, make someone seasick or if it was just enough to be, like, weird when you're running. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> just weird thinking about running on a treadmill in a fucking submarine. I don't know why. I've just never pictured that idea as a possibility. <laughs> yeah, you gotta stay in shape even when you're underwater. Even when you're you gotta be grinding. Yep, grinding no matter the location. All right, all right, but okay. So say seasickness is out of the equation, then then time frame. What are you? What are we looking at? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'd only want to do it for a week just for, like, the experience and then be like, I'm done. I, I just don't see the appeal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I would get bored, honestly. That's what I was going to yeah. say a week as well because then you could just, I don't know, you could spend some time, like, looking out at the sea, you know, see some creatures or some shit like that. But then, I don't know. How, if if we're do saying they have the windows? longest. Isn't it all, like, a solid piece of metal? It can. I think, like, shallow ones do have windows oh, no? okay. i feel like i've seen some that have windows i'm only thinking of like military subs i guess i don't know yeah I don't, like I, i've I seen don't... the one james cameron has used to like go to the bottom of the ocean and stuff like that sure. and that's got a big window in front so yeah you're, you're picturing the generic all black fucking yeah, cylinder yep. propane gas tank looking thing yep yeah fair they, they gotta come in different shapes and sizes now yeah i mean some for sure depending yeah. on what you're using it for true true they're all black all of them all black propane no windows how do you see out of it then just a little camera somewhere hidden in there 
I think there a lot of it's radar, isn't it? Like to ah, good because day. there's not much in the ocean that you're actually trying to avoid. You know, that's true. The ocean besides the Meg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming into wanna... theaters this weekend. No. Yeah, know. Meg too. The younger brother. He's risen and bigger. Can you believe it? Man, just talking about the ocean, truthfully, that place scares the actual shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Not a big fan. And that, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a couple of days. I might change it to even shorter. Like, if oh, there's yeah. no if there's no windows, you're not looking at much. Yeah, you're not actually doing you're anything. You're not doing shit. Yeah, let's just, we'll get the experience of going down. And then that's that's good. Remember those, okay, what the fuck is that pole thing that comes out that you can look through? Is that oh. for the surface? Is that what that thing is for? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Or is that for underwater as well? I feel like it could be both. I think it's called a periscope or something mm. like that. Could be. Yeah. I don't know. I forgot about that. I don't know if that – is that a thing or is that a cartoon thing? I <laughs> I feel like I've seen it in, like, war movies occasionally okay. and okay. then some cartoons. Yeah. But I also I feel like the most of the times I've seen it in like actual movies, it's been like they're right below the surface and that thing is like sticking out mm-hmm. comically. But who fucking knows? All right. Should we look it up? History of subs? Yeah, let's look it up. All right. And welcome back to the surface of realization of what is to be submarines. So with a little bit of research, honestly. <laughs> There has been many types and prototypes of submarines, and I'm not sure what you would technically classify as a submarine besides something that you can go inside of like the depths of water in. So, Patrick, you can obviously relay some more of this in the future, but the earliest thing that I found for submarines was a thing called the bathysphere in regards to Alexander the Great and some other individuals in history. And what it seems like (laughs) is just a giant glass jar that they (laughs) built and put individuals in, and they named it a diving bell. And essentially chains would be connected to the top of this jar, and they would just lower individuals into the sea. And they would stay underwater for a brief period of time, look around, and then be anchored back up by the individuals holding the chains. Yeah. To me, <laughs> that is absolutely wild. Uh, yeah. Did you say when that was? I, I don't know if I missed it, but. I don't think I said exactly the year. Because I'm seeing that, like, with Alexander the Great, it might not have been the first time that was used there might be other things that are older but i'm I'm seeing the earliest date i could find was 332 bc yep that's what i'm seeing too which is absolutely i feel like that makes it even crazier to me <laughs> zero technology at all they're just like get in this thing we'll lower it down and then you're good right just look around you got probably a couple of minutes before you run out of air and then we're just gonna pull you back up to the top and you can fucking do that yeah, it. I saw on some of this that there was a breathing tube in some, and others did not have breathing tubes. I don't know how construction-wise they would have fit a tube inside of this glass jar. 
I'm not sure either. I didn't see too much about it. I just saw that yeah. that was kind of often the first mentioned thing, but it wasn't kind of what most people would think of a submarine since it didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, it would just float alongside. Because it's essentially, imagine a ship, and then just over the edge of the boat, they're just chucking a fucking giant glass clear jar. That way people <laughs> can just go in the water and look around. <laughs> just glass barrels. I don't know how deep they were able to go inside of these glass barrels, but that's the earliest form that I could find. Yeah, and then I think the first thing most people would call a submarine would be, uh, I'm seeing sometime between 1620 and 1630, there was a device built by Cornelius Drebbel, and they use oars to steer it and... It looked like it basically just kind of was just under the surface of the water. I don't know if it was fully submerged. It depended, honestly. So the construction of it was like a boat, right? And then it just had grease that filled in the cracks and stuff. And it had just these oars sticking out of the sides. I think for the most part, it stayed relatively close to the top of the surface. But then with the oars and current, it could could get to depths of 15 feet meters or something like that yeah and they 15 used... feet excuse me 4.5 meters <laughs> i was gonna say 15 sounds a little aggressive but yeah, yeah. so it looks like the force of rowing it kind of kept it under the water so it was like kind of bobbing up and down which is a very interesting ship but they used a chemical process involving saltpeter shout out mm-hmm. we've definitely talked shout about out. that before to yep, i don't refresh... remember in what but No, neither do I. (laughs) To refresh air and provide oxygen, which is interesting that they were doing, like, chemical reactions to actually get it to to work. The I don't I don't I don't know how they looked out of the submarine. Truthfully, looking <laughs> no. at it, it looks entirely enclosed, so I don't understand like how it really worked without running into shit. But ironically, with this invention, it wasn't very popular. He got a little bit of attention for this, and I think he like gave uh, a ride to a higher up individual in like military or government, but it never gained like political interest and so even though he invented this it actually was never used in any sort of military like combat so he kind of just created this people were like that's cool and then it kind of just died out yeah so yeah and there were a couple other iterations where some started making it out of copper but then it looks like it took until 1863 to have a submarine that was actually not just human propulsion which is crazy but the first i guess attempt at using a submarine in more of a military fashion was during the revolutionary war there was a submarine called the turtle which was supposedly employed against the hms eagle and basically this was uh it it also used a human powered uh, propeller to move. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wrong about the pedaling thing. That was used to help with buoyancy. There's a little pump that they used, and that they basically tried to just drill a hole in a ship and then launch a <laughs> torpedo afterwards. It seemed like this single person, which is even crazier, was trying to do this. It took them a very long time to get there. 
And then once they got there, they were not able to actually drill a hole in the ship. And then they just tried, you know, dynamite out into the water. And the ship was able to see that, get out of the way, and exploded with nothing happening. And that is the story that was told to, I guess, American forces. But there are no notes of this in any British history. Mm. So many people think that this was just a... I don't know, something to help with morale of the troops that they're trying to actually attack and, you know, go against the British. But there are some historians who are skeptical that this ever happened because it seems a bit unlikely. Interesting. I I heard this story, but I heard, like, slightly different things. Instead of, like, a torpedo being used, I heard that there was a time bomb that was attached to this turtle, essentially— and it very man-made i don't know if you can see pictures of this there's this one depiction that i'm looking at it looks like a man sitting in a tiny little orb yeah Yeah. and then there's just hand cranks and a fuckload of things all over the place it looks like it would be extremely hard to master and they also buoyancy wise you were talking about it seems like this thing could kind of turn in like all sorts of degrees and so trying to keep this thing upright looks fucking insane yeah. the one of the guys who actually before i go into the story oh, like, you are right sorry different. it was timer on the explosive yep no oh, right. okay but so and the reason why they wanted to do that is they had to drill enough into this like ship that they could set the bomb essentially inside of it but they they had the drill that was able to crank through like wood but then i guess they hit some sort of like steel chunk that was inside of the ship and so because of that they couldn't drill deep enough into the ship to set the bomb so essentially they just dropped the bomb in water and then cranks their little ass out of there and then (laughs) the 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 eagle and the turtle were not affected in in this attack even though it wasn't unsuccessful and i i guess there was a i think they tried another time or two to do the same thing but kept running into the same problem And so I think in its total missions, it did three missions, but it failed all of them. And then eventually they lost the turtle as they were like transporting it to a new location. And that ship that was transporting it got uh, brought down. But interesting thing that I found is that the guy who was like known for driving this thing around, uh, I can't find his damn name for the life of me right now. Oh, is it David Bushnell? I'm pretty sure. Could be. Either way, he actually wasn't the best. He was good at operating this, but the, like, best operator they had was too, it says, physically frail to be able to handle the, like, exertion that it took to be able to operate this submarine. Yeah. Yeah, because it, like, it, it, like I said, I'm looking at a picture right now that has, like, probably 12 handles and shit on this thing. (laughs) Just trying to keep it afloat, so... The first militarized submarine, I guess, is the Turtle. And even though it didn't have a successful mission, Thomas Jefferson, or in a a letter to Thomas Jefferson, George Washington wrote that Bushnell is a man of great mechanical powers, fertile in inventions, and master of execution. I then thought and still think that it was an effort of genius. And that was his opinion on the Turtle, which I think, like you were talking about, boosted morale about looking into underwater ventures for the military Mm -hmm. it looks like the actual first successful use of a submarine was in 1864 during the american civil war 
So this was the CSS HL Hunley, and this ship had a number of crazy stories. So there was a lot of <laughs> testing that went through it, and during some of the tests, they basically had it sunk and lost crews twice before it was ever actually used in battle, but they kept recovering it and continued to try and use it, which is wild to me. I don't think I'd want to be a part of the third crew. No. But, yeah, it, it's kind of a similar design, except for it's longer, but you still are doing hand cranks with some ballast tanks that had hand pumps that could use to be have it float up or down. And this is the one where I'm still a little confused on how it was, but the initial design was it was going to be dragging an explosive charge behind it by a rope, and it would dive under Jesus. the ship and come up. But yeah, they, they decided to go against that one, and then they went with a a copper cylinder containing a lot of explosives, and... From what I, I saw, that's kind of what they use as a battering ram-style device. And they were actually able to sink the ship, which ended up sinking to the bottom of the ocean within five minutes. It was a 1,240-foot-long long ton wooden-hulled steam-powered ship. I don't know what a long ton is, but it seems like a pretty actually impressive boat that they were able to sink but not mm. many of the crew died but then the submarine actually never was able to come back and they're not sure exactly what happened but it looks like they were able to survive for a little bit but were not able to come back successfully so they survived the explosion but not enough to resurface which was one of the issues in the test before is they weren't able to actually get back to the surface, so everyone ended up dying. Yeah. I, I'm i still kind of confused as to how this, like, torpedo thing worked. And I think this is the thing that you were talking about. Like, I yeah. think there's a new, I guess when I say new, March 2020, in the Smithsonian Magazine, explosive theory about what doomed the Hunley and it seems that from what experts can find on like the bottom corner of the boat or the Hunley, I guess, mm-hmm. was like, I don't understand exactly how this is working, but on the submarine, it seems as if there's almost just mounted <laughs> wood chunks that have just explosives at the end of it. And it looks like the idea was to puncture maybe the boat with the explosive and have it explode when it hit. Yeah. But I guess what happened or the theory is, is that as it like got close to the boat, it says that there are records of, cause it, like you said, it sits kind of on the surface. And so there's a couple inches of this boat that could be spotted as it got closer. And I guess the individuals on the boat saw this but uh, the cannons weren't positioned to hit something so close and down. So they just started shooting at it with like guns, but Mm. the submarine was fine. But when the Hunley pressed its torpedo against the side of the boat, as it was like trying to do the, one of the thin metal rods that held it in front of the submarine, I think it snapped essentially. And when it snapped the wire holding the, the rod in place, 
it like swung around and wrapped around the like rod and then essentially brought it closer to the submarine. And so I think instead of having one thing go off, all three of the torpedoes went off very close to both the <laughs> the boat and the submarine sinking yeah. them. Because it looks like, I don't know, it looks like from the explanation they were trying to pierce maybe the boat. And then when they swam away, there was like this coil or something that would have pulled it and then it would have exploded. Mm. But because it got all wrapped up and fucked, it just exploded all over the place and, well, sank it. But I do want to go back to what you said. I think it's insane that this thing, I don't, I did not find in the readings, have a successful test run before going into military expeditions you're just like what the fuck were you thinking (laughs) not one success everybody died in practice and they're like all right let's do it (laughs) (laughs) sounds good we figured out two ways it doesn't work let's try another way (laughs) and lo and behold same result but kind of a success i guess but yeah So the first non-human powered one was the Plongeur. It was a French submarine and that was used compressed air, but it was not very maneuverable. And I also cannot imagine that having that much ability to to move for that long because I don't know how much air you would need. Eventually, I hope I'm not skipping too much, but... It went to gasoline-powered propulsion systems, or, I guess, electric batteries, and then often charged with gasoline generators, which kind of made its own issues because of having being in a very small space, having gasoline being very ignitable, and all of those things that come with that. Yeah, I don't know. Once it kind of got to that development inside of submarines things went pretty quickly they started using gas engines and batteries inside but the problem was is that it had too much of a potential to explode roughly and then at the same time i think it was a german inventist who started using diesel fuel inside of it and it was a more stable gas that didn't require an excess spark to get it going So then they started using diesel for 50 years inside of submarines. And then after that, it became nuclear-powered submarines, which is fucking crazy. I I started trying to go into, like, the understanding of that and was like, nope, not smart enough to be able to research this for 30 minutes and then explain it to you guys. But very quickly, once we started using, you know, other forms of propulsion, we were able to very quickly and rapidly produce some insane weapons of mass destruction so yeah and it is crazy to me that there are a number of submarines that keep nuclear missiles on them just as defense and offense just lurking around uh but i did find an answer to our largest submarine size Mm. and we were both way off you were closer with a length of 574 feet which is 175 meters so an additional football field on top of what we guessed the russian typhoon class submarine is the biggest in the world wow that is absolutely monstrous i thought i have look up the belgorod okay 
because there was it actually it got posted February sixth in two thousand twenty three. Oh, and this says it's a, sporting a six hundred and three feet in length. I'm giving submarine. outdated information. I apologize, guys. <laughs> no, it's all good. I couldn't. The thing is, is like when looking into this, I couldn't find. This is like a Russian submarine that supposedly I get this just popped up in like recent times because it, it was told that it was going to be retired or something like that. But then it had some activity in 2022. I don't understand. I don't know. But it, roughly, I mean, just barely longer than what you just said. So it, it's mm-hmm. like roughly about two football fields is the longest submarine. Yeah. E- either the one you said or the one I said, which is absolutely ridiculous. You can see photos of people on the submarine and they look teeny tiny, which blew my mind. Yeah. And there's been so much additional technology added to this where we can get oxygen to be distilled from seawater, which is insane. They can (laughs) turn seawater potable, so able to be drank. And basically the only limitation of a submarine staying underwater now is food and then obviously morale of the people of how long they want to stay down there. But it's crazy that we've made it where we people can just live underwater now. That blows my mind. Yeah. The – and which this could also be outdated, so – maybe fact check me on this but from what i see in the guinness book of world records is the longest submarine patrol which was done in november 1982 to march in 1983 it was a 111 day expedition essentially yeah wow so 111 days just under water I don't know what the whole thing was. I didn't really research into like why they were doing that, but that is a very, very, very long time. And I think the reason why this is counted is because it was the longest submerged and unsupported patrol. Oh, they say a pretty interesting thing, though. Made public. Hmm. So yeah. there might be longer things that governments have not <laughs> stated, probably, to keep under wraps but yeah i have also not fact-checked this but i do remember hearing when the whole story came out about the submarine that there was actually a u.s submarine that heard the initial crushing of the the one that went down to the titanic but they weren't sure what the actual sound was they just kind of picked it up and then after the fact kind of pieced together oh that's what that was Mm. Well, wasn't that in in the news? Wasn't that best case scenario that something happened and then they just died instantly, yeah. right from the pressure and stuff? That's what people would hope for. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Do you want to be there just like waiting for you to starve to death or something or yeah. die of oxygen? Yeah. Lights go out. You're just sitting in the dark in a tiny ass fucking thing with three other fucking people. Yeah, yeah. I think you would hope that it all just. Boop. But uh, you were correct as well, also, with uh, how submarines can see out of water above the surface was through a periscope, and then also sonar and other things like that. But uh, I forgot that periscopes just use mirrors to be able to reflect images back down to the 
viewer down below did you yeah. ever make one as a kid now that i saw what it was and how it was made i was like oh i feel like we definitely made something like that in elementary yeah. science i i agree i feel like i've made something like that i i feel like we also went to some science museum where they had yeah. some that you could look through at like different areas of the museum fun little things like that so if you got a little one or if you just have a afternoon free you can make your own periscope and there's plenty of ways to be able to do that just got to get yourself some mirrors and stuff and then you can become a submarine yourself <laughs> i don't know we do not recommend becoming a submarine but you can look how submarines look you just need Unless a little are... blowing a breathing tube that's all and there a glass go, yeah, thing glass glass submarine <laughs> and then that's yeah just a little glass submarine a little breathing tube and a periscope and you can look around you can look at the surface I think you, I think we you could do that in uh, Florida, you know, with the gators. You could swim with the gators in your glass tube. I think yeah. that'd be sick. That'd be amazing. <laughs> All the swampy water where you can't see anything. Ooh, super murky and gorgeous, right? Yeah. Fantastic. Well, that's all I have on uh, the depths of submarine history. I we I don't we could try and explain how shit works. But truthfully, I turned on a YouTube video for probably six minutes and trying just to understand the pressure of a submarine. And I was just like, nah, <laughs> this is too much. Because the question was like, if you're 100 meters down, like how much pressure do you need to be able to open up the hull door if a submarine's going down to be able to swim up? Mm -hmm. And it was like way too scientific. So I gave up. But. Yeah, it as we kind of thought it was from very sketchy weird ideas yes. to, that no one would trust but some people did to now basically modern marvels that i don't know are basically living little cities down there with the power to destroy entire cities beautiful exactly yeah. what we needed <laughs> more military might fantastic if i go in the military though i'm just gonna do the turtle that's all just my little, sign me just up my for little, that it's a good workout yeah sign me up for the turtle you get your biceps will be bulging your triceps will be sexy your shoulders will look great your back astronomically thick you'll have the your back will look like the shell of a turtle, a turtle. from how ripped you are from <laughs> operating the turtle from turtle to turtle you know maybe that's how they made the teenage mutant ninja turtles they actually put them inside of a a, a turtle <laughs> submarine themselves and Told him to operate. Put a little. Uh, yeah, I I missed that uh, episode of the comic book, but <laughs> I that makes the most sense to me. Yeah, exactly. And then you know they were disbanded in the late '60s and stuff, so they had to throw them inside the sewers. But they put so much gamma radiation crap on them that you know they became sentient beings, and rest is history. You know, so I'm pretty sure that's what the movie is all about in the in current theaters right now. So, yeah. Did you know that there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Movie? I heard about it because of the I Like Turtles guy. What? What do you mean? There was some, like, I don't know if it was a paid promotion or something, but you know the little kid who dressed yeah. up and was like, I the Like Turtles? The zombie Turtle? guy? They, they found that guy. They painted no him up the same way and did the <laughs> I Like Turtles thing for the movie. What the fuck? That's awesome. I want to go see that advertisement now. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know if it was an ad. I only saw an article about it, so I have no idea mm. what it, if it was like another interview, kind of like the original one was, or what it was. But 
kid just he needed one line and one line only and he's yeah he's famous now that that would be crazy if you're like hey i'm that random internet meme guy yeah yeah <laughs> well all right turtles and submarines that's all i got patrick you got anything else nope that's that's it that's a that's a wrap wgo over and out are we done yet oh <laughs> we are all right <laughs> thanks for listening to what's going on if you have any questions that you want partially answered please write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com no spaces no apostrophes no excuses one more time that's what's going on the pod at gmail.com and we hope to hear from you soon rate and subscribe on any player of choice thank you